you going to play the lottery tonight? Tickets. I have to stop at the gas station on the way home. Stop at the shittiest gas station you can. Why? Because that's what you, like, no place big ever wins. Really? Yeah. Like Gecko? We just talked during the whole intro. Hey, everybody. Welcome to New Dad, Newer Dad, episode 12. I'm Eric. Eric, I uh, just want to let you know that it's New Dad, Newest Dad. What, what? I had a baby. You had a baby, finally. You thought it was never going to happen. It was never going to happen. Um, we had Melissa in here last week. Yeah. And, what, you guys were scheduled to go in for an induction the following morning. And it never happened. Never happened. Um, actually, the <clears throat> movie that we saw after, uh, after we recorded um, was what I attribute her going into labor from a uh, very Star, sad movie. Stars Born? A Stars Born, very sad. It's, um, oh, I didn't know. There was a dog in the end of it that was. Have you seen the movie? No. Do I, am I going to ruin it for you? No, I'll probably wait a long time to see that. Can I ruin it for everybody? It's still kind of fresh. I don't know if you want to do a spoiler. Can I spoil? If spoiler you, alert. Spoiler skip alert. Skip ahead. Skip one ahead minute. one minute. Uh, beep, boop, beep, boop, beep, boop, beep, beep. Bradley Cooper dies in the end, and oh, well, his dog geez, is I waiting. I didn't know it was that big of a spoiler. His, 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 his dog. We didn't even give people an opportunity. <laughs> I'll have to put in your little... Jesus, I didn't know that. So his dog is waiting for him, like, outside of his garage. And Melissa was hysterically crying, and I think that's what ended up having her water break from that. I don't know. I don't yeah. know if that's possible, but that's what I think. Well, you think she would have lost too much water, so then there was no water to break the oh. barrier to break. Yes. Tears come from the amniotic oh, sac. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. I'm a dad. Uh, pretty incredible story. Yeah, let's hear the whole thing. Uh, so I'm just going to sit back for the next half hour. I, I'm going to make this really quick, actually. You don't um, have to. No, it's, it's, it's all good. Um, so uh, we left the movie theater. Um, we went home, took the dogs out, and went, went to bed. Uh, and, and basically what happened was that uh, I'm sitting there in bed. I'm you know just uh, trying to fall asleep, and I, I just feel Melissa was not in bed with me. Um, I roll over, and I look into the bathroom that's connected to our bedroom. And um, she's standing in the doorway in a towel. And I was like, what's going on? And she said, my water broke. And I said, wait, what? Are you for real? And she said, yeah, I think I need you to grab me some paper towels. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I'm going to go get some paper towels. So I bring a, a thing of paper towels back to the bathroom. I'm kind of running around in my underwear in, in the house. And, um, and she's like, I think I need another one. And so I know I go and I get another roll. You didn't roll. get the whole roll? I got the whole roll. Oh, she, no, I got the she whole roll. She went through a roll. Huh? Um, she went through a roll real quick, and uh, <clears throat> then uh, the second roll did not make it either. She said, I need another roll, third yeah. roll, but I heard, I need a bowl. So I bring a bowl, and I'm sitting there thinking to myself, wow. Oh, my God, what are we going to do with this bowl? This is an absolute nightmare. I did not realize that this was actually like in Coneheads when yeah. the water breaks. And so... Um, we got that all sorted out. I called the hospital to let them know that we were on the way. And uh, we got to the hospital about midnight. And, um, you know, everything was really interesting because I had never seen, like, where you deliver these rooms, like, are just massive. And um, I'm calling her friend who was going to be in the room with us as the doula. And um, then... The doula oblongata? The doula oblongata. And her mother... 
And uh, her mother just decided, I told her mother, hey, it's probably going to be a while. You could probably fall back asleep. So what time did you get to the hospital? I got to the hospital about midnight. Her friend came there about an hour later, and her mother arrived um, just as the they were putting in the epidural at 3 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what was really scary was that when they were doing the epidural, Jess and I had to leave the room. Yeah. And we had to go out in the hallway. And we're out in the hallway. And it's taking an extraordinarily long amount of time. Mm-hmm. And I thought, this feels wrong. So I go up to the desk and I say, hey, I was just wondering, are they done with the epidural or not? She says, sweetie, you can go back there and check on it yourself. I said, okay, great. I walk in the room and there's eight doctors surrounding Melissa. She's wearing an oxygen mask. I have no idea what's going on. I'm freaking out. I'm texting her mom. You need to come back here immediately. Uh, You know, so on and so forth. And um, it just so happens that the, you know, after the epidural, um, you know, and she says beforehand as well she was kind of having these irregular contractions that the baby's heart rate wasn't rebounding fast enough so mm-hmm. um it created a, a situation where they needed to uh try to regulate the contractions it was very scary for a little bit um and then things kind of just settled down for the next couple of hours um and then every half hour something else would happen uh and they gave her pitocin to try to regulate this stuff and whatnot and then uh, at at the you know kind of end result was them deciding that uh they needed to do a c-section so yeah, what time was that that they decided uh, that was maybe about uh 6 30 yeah, and uh, what was really kind of concerning was that uh everything changes at seven and seven so all the nurses leave at mm-hmm. seven and it's like a half hour before seven and they're telling us like okay we're all about to leave but you're going to have a new staff, and they're going to take you through this C-section process, which I just was not feeling all that great about. Yeah. Um, our nurse that was originally with us at 12 o'clock stayed past the 3 o'clock time she was supposed to leave, <coughs> stayed past the 7 o'clock time she was supposed to leave, and wow. carried us through all the way through till 7.45. A huge, huge, huge shout-out to every nurse that I've ever encountered in my whole life and those that I haven't. Uh, they're absolutely you know, amazing. You always see things on Facebook like, oh, nurses deserve, you know, so much more credit. They do 100%, a million percent. Um, So thank you to every nurse that uh, we encountered uh, at Hillcrest. Um, And then they said, we're going to do the the C-section. And uh, I'm not really great with blood. I've kind of like passed out a million times from blood. Uh, So Melissa's mom was going to go into the operating room with her. And, um, so I was waiting outside of the delivery room while they were prepping Melissa to go into surgery. And I heard her say to her mom and Jess that, you know, hey, would it be um, bad? Do you think Dustin would pass out if he was in the operating room mm-hmm. with me? And I just didn't even let them answer. I ran into the room. I said, I'm, I'm good to go. I will do this. Yeah. So they suited me up, and I walked into the uh, operating room. Uh, she was already in the operating room at the point that I walked in. They said, when they're walking you in, they say, look to the right, do not look left. Right. Do not look left. And I said, okay, great. So I look to the right. I don't know what I'm walking into. I could be looking at a wall. I could be looking at mm-hmm. a big open space. I don't know. I'm just looking to the right. Um, when you walk into that operating room, though, it smelled horrible. It's like, it smells like iron. It smells like burning skin mixed with yeah. antiseptic. Yeah. Like it's weird. It's just the worst smell ever. Mm-hmm. And so they put me up by Melissa's head, and I'm shaking, and I'm nervous, and she knows how nervous I am and um so about five minutes later they say hey you're gonna feel a little bit of pressure 
And then, jajum, jajum, they pull the baby out, and mm. um, you hear him crying, and I'm like trying to contain all my emotions and everything, yeah. and trying not to cry, and trying to just hold it together. Meanwhile, I'm trying not to pass out as well. Right. And uh, I hear a nurse go, oh, he's peeing all over the place. And then another nurse is like, oh, well, at least his plumbing works. And um, so I laughed, and Melissa laughed, and Melissa's high as hell at this point yeah. on all these drugs. Because um, they had already given her the epidural. They didn't do a spinal tap. They just put the spinal tap medication through the epidural. Yeah. And so um, baby goes to the weighing station. They invite me to take some pictures. And um, then they wrap him up. Actually, they, <clears throat> one thing that I forgot to tell people, they, they asked me to cut the rest of the umbilical cord. Yeah. Not cut the umbilical cord, but just trim it up. Yeah. You know? And I said, I'm not going to lie to you. And this was to the nurse. I said, I'm not going to lie to you. If I have to cut that umbilical cord, you're going to need a recovery room for me as right. well. And so um, she laughed. Uh, they wrapped him up. They put him by Melissa's uh, – they actually gave him to me first. So I held him. Um, no, they didn't wrap him up, did they? He no, they didn't. I feel like they wrapped, it about, wrapped him up before, at some point, no? No, it's after. They clean him and give him to you. You probably had your uh, a I, robe I, on backwards so your shirt was open, right? No, I didn't have – I no, my robe wasn't on backwards. Did you take your shirt off and stuff? No. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. Because they usually like to do the skin-on-skin thing, and the, yeah. dad, the dad has to do it during the C-section. Because I know with Bo, they handed him to me, and then I held him and then brought him over to June. Yeah, that's not the way it happened. Hmm. It was weird. Like, that's what I was expecting, and then they, they told me to put the thing on. No, they wrapped him up. They, they were weighing him and stuff. Mm-hmm. Then they wrapped him up, and they put him next to Melissa's head. And when they did that, she gave him a kiss. And it was like, I'll never forget this moment where, like, Melissa gave him, like, a kiss on the cheek. And it was just, like, I just saw her whole face and her whole, like, persona change. Mm-hmm. It was, like, incredible. Um, it was actually really funny. She was so high that when they were weighing him, she, like, looks over and she says, is that our baby? And I was like, yeah, that is. And she goes, I think I like him. <laughs> <laughs> so it was just, I'll never forget that moment where, you know, she gave him a kiss. And um, then they put him back in my hands. And... Um, I'm kind of just holding him, and everybody stops talking to me mm-hmm. um, because they're continuing to operate on her. Yeah. Uh, and I look up at the anesthesiologist because I'm starting, like, my heart's starting to go like, real fast and everything. I'm like, don't pass out, don't pass out, don't pass out. I look up at the anesthesiologist, and I say, I think I need to put this baby down for a minute. And he's like, okay. And he dum da dum da dum da dum walks around the table, takes his time to getting to the nurses. And I hear him, oh, I think he wants to put the baby down for a minute. And I'm like, this is just not happening fast enough. And I just stood up. I took the baby over to the bassinet area. And I put him down in the bassinet. And the nurse comes over to me. And she's like, sir, what's going on? And I said, I think I need to get out of here. I'm going to pass out. And she, and she goes, oh, okay, right this way. And I and she says, take off your mask. And I took off my mask, and I looked to the right, and the placenta is in this tray. Ooh. And I was like, oh, hell no. And that's when I was like, I should have passed out right there, but yeah. I did not. Um, I made it all the way out of the door. I pointed to the floor, and I said, can I lay down right over there outside of the operating room? She said, no, you need to be in a room. She pulled me into this room. She gave me some orange juice and some graham crackers. And uh, then I just waited in... Um, in the kind of the family waiting room area until um, the nurse that had been with us through, you know, the whole thing came mm. out. Um, she says, hey, I'm, I'm leaving for the night. Um, 
you know, uh, you're in great hands and uh, everything's great. Baby's healthy. Um, Apgar scores are great. All that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. He came in a little underweight um, for his gestational age. Yeah. Um, which was, you know, I didn't know much about that. Like, I thought that he was going to come out at like seven and a half pounds right. based on everything. So um, he was having to supplement for the first day and a half with uh, some like formula. Yeah. Um, through like a syringe that I would like tape to my finger. So that was interesting. Um, and then we kind of just hung out. She, she hung out in recovery for like two hours and then ended up going to postpartum. And the first night I did not sleep there, yeah. um, which was interesting. I didn't sleep at the hospital any night. Huh. Um, I actually got a, a, almost a full night's rest every yeah. single night. Um, the first night uh, because um, I wanted to clean the house. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the second night was cause I had a wedding the next right. day. And, um, then the third night was after the wedding and I was so beat. I went back to the hospital for a couple hours and then I wanted to finish cleaning the house. And so Melissa came home to an amazing clean house and mm-hmm. that's kind of the birth story. And then from there, it's been like crazy because like I'm waiting for the bottom to fall out. What do you mean? This is going like way too smoothly. Like he sleeps an appropriate amount of time. He, like the first day that he was in the hospital, he had like 10 poops. Yeah. Which is like way more than like what a normal child has. Mm-hmm. So I feel like he's like, you know, I'm like, he's a pretty proud pooper at this point. Just like and I'm a dad. pretty proud papa. So he's uh, doing his thing. I'm doing my thing. I got seven hours of sleep. Or Melissa got seven hours of sleep last night. I got like five and a half, six hours of sleep. I feel like that's pretty good. Like, that's not normal, based on like what everybody else tells me. Yeah, and it can go a lot of different directions. Um, so at the hospital, you were there for three days. Three days because of the C-section. So was yeah, it just so. um, like your parents and stuff? You didn't have people coming in? No, it was just her, just uh, the in-laws, uh, my in-laws, her parents, um, and her sister, and that was yeah. it. Nobody else was really at the hospital. Mm-hmm. It was funny. The girl that. Um, Jess, Melissa's friend that was in the delivery room with us, she didn't get to see the baby um, after it was born Mm -hmm. uh, and had to wait until um, like three days later to to actually meet him. And the whole purpose was her like helping Melissa through delivery. Oh, the nurse. But after this, no, no, no. No? The the doula uh, girl. Gotcha. um, She didn't really get to meet him until after, Mm -hmm. way after um, which was interesting. And then, yeah, I mean, three days in the hospital and that's kind of, it was, it was great experience. We, we specifically scheduled the induction on that Thursday because I knew I was going to have a wedding on that Saturday mm-hmm. and I wanted her to be taken care of while I was at the, right. the hospital or at the wedding in the hospital. Uh, so she, you know, she was taken care of and she said she felt like it was like the Ritz Carlton, like she was like. Waited on hand mm-hmm. and foot. She had all this great information. She met with lactation consultants. She did this, that, and the other thing. I mean, it was, it was pretty awesome. Yeah. Did you take everything? I took a lot of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no doubt. Um, I even took some, like, uh, swaddle blankets. Yeah. I just felt like, you know, what the heck? Why not? Yeah, we took a ton of those. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, it was just like, and, and then we had him, uh, we had him circumcised on the second day. Yeah. So that was like a whole nother slew of things that I wasn't, I mean, I was expecting because I took the baby basics course, but 
I was not um, prepared as well. Yeah, for, for and you that. had uh, uh, petroleum jelly as wiener. Yeah, a whole bunch. Yeah, still. I just still did it probably on the still diaper, doing it. I, I, you know, I didn't. You know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I got in there. Yeah, not my thing. Okay. Um, what else? You've been home now for how many days? Uh, well, uh, he's twelve days old, so like not eight or nine days. I've been home. Yeah. And it's it's literally going really well. Actually, it was over the weekend. It was not good. Mm-hmm. Um, so my parents came in this weekend to meet him from Nashville, and it was constant holding him and and rocking him to sleep and stuff. Right. It totally took us out of the routine that we had established yeah. the whole week before. And um, people were over, like all my aunts and uncles and my grandparents came over on Saturday while I was at the wedding. Yeah. It just totally threw things off. Like yeah, well that's what, and that's what I told you horrible. before. You gotta like they need to know that they're on his schedule. Right. I didn't. I didn't. Nobody listened to that advice. Yeah. I wasn't there to monitor anything. Right. And uh, so Sunday night, my parents were sleeping, and I was dropping them off uh, at the airport uh, Monday morning. Mm-hmm. At like I drove them to the airport at like four thirty because they had a six thirty flight. He was up the entire night. Yeah. I mean, he would not go to sleep unless he was held. Right. Luckily, since then, we've gotten him back into the routine. So we're in really good shape. I feel amazing about the routine we're back into, and it's uh, it's been great. Yeah. So, And we're holding off on telling everybody uh, the name because <coughs> we're going to be having some guests on. I mean, you can. Oh, you mean on this show? Yes. But everybody else knows, like. And, yes. Yeah. The, a considerable amount of people know. Yeah. Um, Friends and family and whatnot. Yeah, and we'll talk about the story about picking the name too later. Yes. Um. What else? Um. Yeah. So there's been a lot of things that I've learned. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm a huge advocate for this Dakotot style. Yeah. Uh, thing like you could you don't have to get a Dakotot right. June went and bought a new Dakotot. Okay. A small one. <laughs> you has she opened it and everything? Oh yeah. Oh, because we got a knockoff version. Yeah, a knockatot. A knockatot. <laughs> Is that what it's called? No. Oh, okay. That would be a good name. Um, probably infringement. Like a not, I, a I not, mean, no, because there's not dogs. Um, <laughs> this little, this little, um, this little like. Pillow I know. Thing, yeah, you you, know? you called it like a dog bed before. Yeah. I mean that thing is amazing. He goes into that. What's it called? She just texted just me like, today. She's like, "Should we get um, should we get another Dakotot for downstairs? Like, I have one for upstairs and one for downstairs." I'm, I'm like, not gonna lie to you. It's really not a, like, no, a bad idea. Like, I can easily like it's not a heavy thing. It's just a pillow. I can carry it downstairs. Yeah, but it's like annoying having to carry it around and everything. Right. Well, what what is the? You need to find out what this one is that you got, and then I'll share s- it with I'll, me. I'll share it with you, and we can share it with everybody else too. Because she's like, she's refusing to put it's organic up. Organic too. To put up the pack and play in the downstairs. Yeah. Like, the pack and play has this nice little, like, attachment that's, like, a sleeping thing. Like, a. Yeah, like, it's up. Yeah, it's up on top of it. Like, yeah. a nice little thing where they can sleep. And then a changing pad right next to it. So, it's you've got a nice little changing station downstairs. Right. So you don't have to keep taking the baby upstairs. And, right. And she refuses. She's like, we're, we're not setting up the pack and play this time. I'm like, well, why not? If we have room, what's the point of not doing it? Right. It does um, make things easier. I'm going to end up just setting it up anyways. Yeah. Because I like changing the diaper down there. Yeah. I need to go. Do, you, do you have like a little, like, um, Melissa set up like a little tote? 
well, with it, like that's what like extra diapers. It has extra... it has the changing pad attachment, but then right next to it, it has an attachment that's a little like basket with all of the little sections. Ah, gotcha, gotcha. You can put the diapers in the bottom and all of your your yeah. lotions and so what petroleum I did jelly. The pack and play also comes with this thing that kind of clips onto all the sides. Yeah. And lets it be like one big flat surface, same size yeah, as the right. thing. And so what I've been doing Just is higher been level. taking the Dockatot and putting it in yep. that and then laying him in there. Yeah, it's smart. And it's great. Yeah, we can totally do that if, you know, she wasn't... Well, so you know, against. you should tell her that Dustin said that that's a good, a good okay. idea, you know. Um, her, her trusted yeah. friend, of course, Dustin. without a doubt. Um, <laughs> so I love that thing. That thing is amazing. Um, we found out from a lactation consultant that, like... A pacifier is not like a horrible thing. The pediatrician said the same yeah. thing. Like, um, so we we have this book. Uh, I'm a huge advocate for the <coughs> book, Secrets of a Baby Whisperer. Mm. Only book we really read. It's got a uh, like a chart in there mm. of things that a baby does with its body, yeah. and the corresponding meaning to those things. Interesting. So what we realized, like for instance, if he puts his hand in his mouth, but he's fed in the last like you know couple of hours mm-hmm. what he really wants to do is he wants to suckle on something pacifier if he's um like trying to keep his eyes open and they keep like kind of going in and out or he looks like he has toothpicks holding up open his eyes mm-hmm. he's overstimulated and he's probably overly tired yeah so um you know putting him in the docketot makes him feel like he can go to bed you know those are the things that um i'm like so enamored with at this point which is really cool. And then there is uh, things like these, uh, this this thing for like the bottle warmer. Mm-hmm. It's this little thing that you stick the bottle in in like four minutes. It like slowly heats up the bottle, the, the like breast milk. Yeah. Amazing. Made life so easy. Um, I think we have one that does it in 90 seconds. Oh, and, it, really? and it's like the cheapest one too. Oh really? Yeah, it's awesome. Because yeah. we had one, and you turn on the timer, and it was like ten minutes, and it was just like slowly like circulating. It took so long. So then I googled it, and there's one at Target that's like fifteen bucks. Nice. That does it in literally ninety seconds. Yeah, that's it's pretty what you sweet. Want. Um, I also got this alarm clock in the the guest room, which I, was where I've been sleeping, mm. so that Melissa can get rest and I can get rest yeah. independently of one another. Mm-hmm. Um, it has a laser in it that shines the the on the ceiling, the time. Mm-hmm. So, like, if I have to wake up in the middle of the night and, like, see what time it is to, like, know whether or not I need to feed the baby. Yeah. I can just look at the ceiling. Boom. Right there. Pretty amazing. Um, did you bring cookies to the nurses? Uh, I did bring cookies to most of the nurses. Yeah. Um, every shift, I would bring something else. Mm-hmm. Um, and all of them appreciated it. Yeah. People would um, send things to us. At the hospital room. Yeah. And I gave a lot of that away as well. Mm-hmm. Like, we didn't need to eat powdered donuts. But the nurses can definitely eat the powdered donuts. Right. So. I would have eaten the powdered donuts. Yeah. Well, you like powdered donuts. Uh, not powdered. Probably. I don't like, like powdered donuts. Powdered are a little plain. Yeah. But um, there's, a, there's a peace, love, and little donuts right by our I hospital. love. Shout out to peace, love, and little donuts. Yeah. That place is amazing. It's really good. They're the um, perfect size, so you can have like 15 and not hate yourself. And you get the variety. Yeah. 
Because they're tiny. Right. So anybody that's coming to see me in the hospital, feel free to stop by Peace, Love, and Little Donuts. It's right across the street. What? That's just funny. All right. Next week. Well, this week. When is your trip? Uh, two days on the 20... Oh, today's the 23rd. I'm leaving on the 25th. Wow. And June texted me today. She's like, I think I'm going to stop working after today. Which is fine. She has one week. She's like, there's too many... She she, she loves this Braxton Hicks thing. like Melissa, too. Yeah, she's that? obsessed with it. I think it's just because she learned about it from friends that she won't let go of it. Like, yeah. everything that she feels is Braxton Hicks because... Yeah. It was in that one episode of Friends. Incredible. Yeah. And you, you, how do you tell? You know. I think that's the point. Yeah. <laughs> in um, any case. Yeah. So she said she's gonna stop working today, which is fine. I told her, uh, you know, I said it's totally up to you. Whenever you want to stop. That's. If that's you're comfortable working, keep working. If you're not, stop. That's a good so one. she's gonna be. This, I mean, this weekend's gonna be tough because she's gonna be with Bo. For four days. Bless you. No, nope. didn't come out. Okay. Um, for four days by herself. You know, two of those days he'll be at daycare. Yeah. Well, she's going to have a whole weekend of being super pregnant, just taking care of him. So. And when do you get back? Sunday night. Yeah. So that'll be a big relief for her. Oh, um, we can probably talk about this now because I, I forgot to bring it up last time. And then you said, oh, yeah, I didn't want to talk about it until after he was born. Um, push present. Yes, I gave it to her today. Today? Oh, it took forever to make. You made it. I had it made. Yeah. So, uh, ever since I knew, Mel- ever since Melissa Should we explain in, push presents? Because I think... Yeah, maybe that's It's not idea. something that a lot of, like, people are always surprised when I say, like, push present or that yeah. I got her something. Um, so it's a thing, I, it's got to be in the last, like, ten years Yeah, kinda. that this was created. I'm sure people have done it in the past, but... You know, nowadays, if if someone's online and they're having a baby, they know that they're getting or they expect a push present, which is just a gift, some kind of gift for, you know, giving birth to your child. I think it was invented by a woman. I don't know. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Um, In any case, yeah, I mean, a lot of people do expect a push present now. It's kind of weird. My dad was really confused when I brought up the, the push present thing. But, uh... Melissa and I moved in together uh, just after we got engaged <coughs> and um, in 2011, and uh, she brought all of her stuff over to my house, and I always knew about this package of uh, little tiny, tiny, tiny little diamonds that her grandmother uh, had in a, like a, a pendant of sorts. Mm-hmm. It was like a, um, a menorah, Yeah, uh, and it was all uh, diamonds in the menorah, and they had it you know, broken up and split up between, you know, grandchildren, right? And so Melissa had all these tiny, tiny diamonds, and I, I thought to myself, you know, for all these years, I've really wanted to do something with some of her diamonds, and she's always really wanted to do something with her mm-hmm. diamonds as well. So uh, we knew we were having a boy, and so um, I went to a jeweler uh, around the corner from where we live. Uh, shout out to Alsons, and um, they, we just custom made this ring with these diamonds. Uh, mm-hmm. It's got a diamond and then a blue sapphire, and then a diamond and a blue sapphire, mm-hmm. and a blue sapphire. Um, and I made it into a ring, and I presented it to her today, and she was enthralled. She was so happy, mm-hmm. and uh, it was amazing. And she didn't cry like I expected her to, but 
Um, she's been doing so much like off kilter crying that it didn't surprise me that she wasn't feeling exceptionally right. emotional at that moment. Um, and so, but it worked out amazing. She was like super stoked about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm definitely a huge advocate now for other people, you know, even if it's something small, right. Um, you know, just any thought of, you know, creating a little basket of something or, or what have you. Mm-hmm. Um, I recently revisited my push present to her. Like, um, I got her a ring too. Mm-hmm. Like from the time that we got engaged, she was talking about having a second wedding band. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like we we had always kind of planned on going and doing like a second wedding in Thailand, and then that was what that would be when I got it. But we didn't do that. Um, so I ended up getting one for Bo. It was a matching ring to her to the one that she had the wedding band, but it was um, rose gold. Mm-hmm. She really liked rose gold, and it just matched and. She loves it, and then I like I called the jeweler because um, as a family we always go to Rivshins downtown. Um, I think my dad got my mom's engagement ring from there, but we know that the lady there really good, really good, really well. really, Eric, really well. Then so uh, so I called her and I was like, "Hey Sharon, um, I'm I'm having another one. I don't know really what to do this time. I'm not gonna get her another ring. She doesn't need three rings." Mm-hmm. Or four, I guess that would be. And she's like, well, let me look up the file. Let me see, you know. And and I had no I, I totally forgot how much I spent on this thing when I got it. And I don't know even how I bought it. It was way more expensive than I remember it being. And I was like, I don't have to do that again, right? Like, I don't have to spend that much money. Yeah. She's like, no, you don't. It's fine. You can, you can do something else. I still haven't decided on what I'm going to do yet. But I've gotten hints at things. You know, my my alternative was um, an iPad. Yeah. For, like, just watching things in the hospital yeah. and stuff and the rain. Is it rain? Oh, yeah. Oh, it's I definitely hear raining. It so well. That's crazy. Yeah. It just sounds like it's on the thing. It's a nice little ambiance to the podcast. Yeah. Yeah, because you, like, it, it's, like, with an, Is this one off? With an iPad, yeah, it is. With an iPad, there's no, like, what do you call it? Like, sentimentality to it. I guess so, it's yeah. Like, Oh, your dad got me this iPad back when you were born. <laughs> it's like, I know I can't update it to the current operating system, but it's the thought that counts. <laughs> Is it about sentimentality? Isn't it? Now? Isn't it? Don't you want to look at the thing and be like, you know, this is like a memory from when you were born? Yeah. Um, like, you're not going to get rid of, a, you know, a second wedding band that matches your other ones. Yeah, I guess you're right. Um, and, like, she had mentioned, like, um, and I would never do this. She mentioned like a purse, like a, like a Louis. She's like, oh, I haven't had a new Louis in like 10 years. Mm-hmm. It's like, but but you're also going to stop using it at some point. Yeah. So we'll see. I got some ideas. But I only have a week to execute. Because I like to give it to her in the, the it's, hospital. It's scheduled, right? Yeah, so we're scheduled for November 1st. Yeah, so we're going to go trick-or-treating and then That's not awesome. sleep at all. And, I don't know. What are you dressing up as? Um, I'm not dressing up as anything. We got Bo all done with his costume this weekend. We took him um, to the Botanical Gardens to do some... They had a Halloween party. He's dressed up as Miguel from Coco. Love it. It's pretty awesome. He he, um, just carries around a little ukulele that I bought him. I saw that on the Insta. It's really cute. And there was, uh, they had this, like, small trio of guys playing, like, a guitar, banjo, and a violin there. 
and he just he went up and just stood in front of the guy with the guitar and then like when he stopped playing he he'd, he'd reach for it to do it and then the guy let him do it and then he like ran away and then like he looked back at the guy and the guy like went like this to like as if to like give him the guitar like yeah like, you, know, you want to try it again so you know everybody knew that he just wanted Bo to like to swipe it but Bo went up to him with both hands and tried to grab the guitar like a full size <laughs> guitar and take it away from him um and i i i almost started crying at that point cuz i was like oh my god like i'm doing it like he's going to play an instrument yeah like it was it was pretty exciting for me just cuz i never learned to play anything so it's one of my one of my dreams for him one day i'll bring my didgeridoo in and teach oh, you Jesus how to Christ that. no thanks <laughs> Um, what else we got? Well, um, the, there was one other th- uh, product that I really, really loved. Yeah. Um, this swing we got. Mm. It's like, it's not a swing. It's like a rocker. Yeah. Um, a swing is something like that goes like this, right? I yeah. think. This is a rocker. Uh. It has this like little pole on mm. one of the legs that just goes down and up mm-hmm. and down and it connects to my phone. Oh, wow. It was like 99 bucks. Yeah. And I got this thing and... I was apprehensive at first. Mm. I said, I don't want my kid becoming the swing kid. Yeah. You know? But he seems to like it, but he likes having the pacifier in his mouth when he's doing it. Yeah. He's very intuitive. Yeah. And when he's, he's in it, sometimes when he's in the, in the dock tattoo, actually all the time, he kind of does this thing with his arms and he's like, and I just yell out, preach. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know we're on a podcast, right? Yeah, I know. He throws his hands up to the sky as if to preach. As if to preach. And I yell out, preach, brother. Got it. Um, Bo's bed shipped from Columbus, so we're going to be getting that soon. We're going to wait until I get back from my trip. Oh, no, it's t- it's Tilly. You're on a different path. That's okay. This is Dustin. Play again. Uh, I'm on a podcast. Would you like to be on it? No, I don't want to be on it. Oh, are you sure? Why? Yes, I'm sure. Was I on it the last time? Yep. You're kidding. Nope. No, and we've gotten so many people saying we loved hearing Dustin's sister on the podcast. It's incredible. You're like our most popular guest. You're being such a joke. I'm not being a joke. That's serious. Okay, well, I just wanted to make sure that you didn't want that cute little baby Patagonia. So for all of our listeners, my sister wants to buy uh, the baby a Patagonia like snowsuit. Yeah. And I said, uh, I don't know if it's worth it because it's pretty expensive. Bo has a Patagonia jacket. Well, that was, this was when he was newborn yeah. at like six months. It's very tiny, but it's blue. But we're still going to keep it for the girl because it's awesome. Yeah. But they grow out of it really fast. Very don't fast. They? Yeah. He only wore it for that winter. That's what I'm saying. So yeah. it's kind of like, I don't know how I feel about it. But she has 40% off. Uh, the resale value on it is high. Okay, go ahead and get it. Well, I already used the code. Call me later. You already used the code? What are you calling me for then? <laughs> because I need to talk to you. But just call me later. Bye. Bye. And that was my sister lives in nashville yeah so am i i i think i might be missing a a dinner right now did i did i schedule something weird 
Oh, no, I didn't schedule something weird. That's tomorrow. Okay, cool. And if you want to hear more from Tilly, she was on our, our other podcast, The Bearded Bride. It was pretty awesome. What was that, episode uh, 20? I don't know. Is that in the last one? Maybe. I think so. Yeah. Um, she had some hot takes on weddings. You, are you all right? Yeah, I'm good. Um, she definitely had some hot takes on weddings. I would love to have her on uh, this podcast sometime because she yeah. has some pretty hot takes on uh Babies. babies as well. All right. So. Um, but yeah, like I was saying, Bo's uh, big boy bed is coming. That's awesome. And we're going to wait until I get back so June doesn't have to deal with that while I'm gone. That's great. Yep. Is he getting more and more excited? He doesn't know. He still doesn't know. Yeah, he's still, like, you know, he's he's not quite there yet that he he understands things he just in the says, future. Baby? Yeah, baby. A lot of kisses. A lot of belly kisses. Yeah. Well, that's kind of my my quick recap on first week parenting. Yeah. Yeah. That's so it's going well. We are officially new dad, newer dad. We are officially new dad, newer. Only dad. took twelve episodes to get here. <laughs> I have so much like more that like I want to talk about. Yeah. Um, but I just feel like now it just all becomes topical. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like from this point forward, it's like I now have something to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um. And I just have so many ideas now of what to talk about and so many different products that I want to review. Yeah. And, you know, I just think this is going to be the beginning of just awesome dialogue about being a new dad. Yeah. So. Good. And I want to thank you officially. What did I do? On the podcast for uh, all of your advice over the last several months. Oh. Um, it's been a lot of fun trying to learn about this i one thing in particular was hey you're allowed to eat you know spicy foods and i found out melissa shouldn't eat spicy foods Mm -hmm. it creates a mess afterwards what yeah in the diaper (laughs) oh yeah oh okay for him yeah yeah there you go just gotta learn things on your own sometimes yeah well what does melissa give a shit if you're doing the diapers I'm not doing all the diapers. I might be doing half the diapers. Yeah. Oh, last thing. Sorry. Okay. Last thing that I'll say for the day. Um, I encourage every new parent to use a app called Sprout. Um, Sprout is basically a uh, a way for you to track a whole bunch of stuff, including memories. Are you sharing? Can you share that with people? Medical stuff. I can screenshot whatever I want. Okay, but it's not like Tiny Beans. I can sh- I can invite people to it. Oh, okay. Yeah, they just put in a code and gotcha. they can get LinkedIn. But I don't know how. Like, if my, do my parents really want to like know like when he's feeding? No. Do they, they want to know like his pictures. diaper situation? So, um, but it tracks all the diapers. We do all the diaper tracking, and we do all of the f- uh, pumping tracking. Yeah. You can do, uh, you know, that. And then you know feeding. what I won't be doing? It says left breast or right breast. Diaper tracking and uh, then pumping. Track. I'm sure if I had a second child, I probably wouldn't be. No, we didn't do it on the first one either. And because I mean, we saw people that were doing it, and I don't know, it just seemed like a, a lot of work. It's so to, easy. Just yeah, like you what? hit the button. It's like, is it a wet diaper? Is it a poopy diaper? Or is it a mixed diaper? Yeah. Boom. And then you're able to tell the pediatrician, like, yeah, he's he's peed like three times in the last, you know two hours or six hours or whatever okay you need to know if he's staying hydrated did you know that sure so there you go and the memories 
<laughs> memories Let's of not the diapers. The memories, Eric. The memories of the diapers that you changed. Of course. Uh oh, here comes our theme song. We. Are you ready? Yes. Go for it. I can't hear anything. Go for it. Boom, ba doom, ba doom, boom, boom. Oh my God! No, boom, you're supposed boom. to oh. say the thing. Oh. Are you gonna cut that out? Now, now it's just going. Be a dad. Be a real dad. Read to your kids. Bye.